dads. Hello, welcome to Dad Talks, where you get to listen to two dads talk. I am your co-dad, Jared Schmansky, and with me, as always, my co-dad in crime, Joe Lopez. Joe, what are you drinking tonight? I have absolutely nothing. What? Yeah. How do you have Very nothing? sick. Sick. How do you keep getting sick? You were just sick, like, last know. week. I know. My body used to be uh, a wonderland. How much orange juice and you drink, Joe? Not enough. See? There's your problem Probably right none. there. I was going to say, when's the last time you had a glass of orange juice? Probably with a mimosa. <laughs> I don't think you can count that for the vitamin C. I feel like the champagne or whatever you put in it uh, ruins the vitamin C. Yeah. I have this head cold. I hate it. I feel like I'm dying. I don't feel like I'm dying, but like this one is particularly frontal lobe, Ooh. forehead pain, uh, and it sucks. And without drugs... I'm useless. Maybe you should be drinking water. I drink so much water. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I, tr- I trust your, your judge of hydration, I'm just saying. Yeah, Tylenol and Sudafed. I'm taking so much Sudafed that they might think I'm trying to make meth. They're going fi- to call you the next Walter White? That's, r- that's right. They already what about do, you? What do you? They already do call you the Mexican Walter White, actually. I've heard that on the streets they, before. They, yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> what are you drinking joe i have a fountain diet coke i was I driving so home old. I, well, so i was out doing a thing uh and i was driving back and i was like man i don't know why but like an ice cold fountain diet coke just sounds just sounds good like it yeah. was just like i it was the only thing i wanted so i stopped and i got one for like a dollar yeah Actually, this was a dollar ninety, so styrofoam is even getting expensive. So, like, yeah, it's I, the world we live in now. It's not even a McDonald's fountain diet coke. I think McDonald's diet coke's overrated. There, I said it. It's out wow. there in the world. It's out there. I wow. There is not like the whole thing is they say they keep them one degree colder than every other diet coke, hmm. but. I think that's I think that's BS. I think it's overrated. I have no idea. Uh I just know that people love their regular Coke. Um and and I think it's because they have a special recipe, is what I've read one time. Specifically for McDonald's. It's I'm telling you, it's because they keep it one degree colder. That's why people think so. Degree colder. Uh well, if you say so. Maybe maybe um, the, Maybe we'll have to do a dad talks on on McDonald's Coke. Yeah, I don't really. If there's enough there for a dad talk, who knows? I don't know if you can hear, but there it sounds like there's a stampede above me, and it is a toddler stomping around. Yeah, if I'm betting, she put on her rain boots because that's her favorite thing to do. Is just running in circles. Kids are fun, man. They're so fun. They are. They're really cool. My son's asleep. Well, that's cool. Uh, what time did he fall asleep? Actually, he went to sleep later today. He fell asleep just before we started recording, so like 7.50. Wow. Mm-hmm. Dang, that is late. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, it was, we were out late, so we went to, my boss had a little get-together today. Um. So we uh we were out a little bit later, Um. but he got to swim in a pool today, and he was oh. loving it. Loving it. And he doesn't understand that he can't swim by himself. 
So like Katie was carrying him around, but then he's like, no, I want to do it. It's like, Ben, you can't do it. You, you, you physically don't know how to do it, but then he was fighting and then we had to get out of the pool. And then you ever had to try, you ever tried to have like adult work conversation while your one year old is running in circles? Can't say I do. I don't bring my child to those functions. Yeah, it was not yet. It was it was a like kids are invited kind of thing, right? So like there were other kids there, but they were yeah. nine, ten, eleven years old. Gotcha. He was two, right? And so he's running in yeah. circles and running back, and uh, so it was uh, the vibes were off. I would say because of because of the two year old. Did you wear that shirt? I didn't. You... I didn't wear this shirt. It's a great shirt if everybody well nobody's watching this because we don't do this visually. No. Uh it's a shirt that is covered in the American flag, right? But like not solid. It's a faded American flag because in the foreground or in the background really is two wolves Three. howling at a moon. Three wolves. Three so. wolves howling at a moon with the American flag uh laid over top of it, partially transparentized. Word, uh, beautiful. It's my Fourth of July America. shirt. I had to break it out a little yeah. early, but like it's my it's my Fourth of July shirt. It's it looks like it. It's That's American freedom. as can be. Exactly. Joe, are you ready for some knowledge today? I am. I need it. Yeah, I've been waiting all week just for this moment. So, Joe, we're gonna talk about records. Ooh, yeah. I had this thought the other day because so. We'll go back last Katie's this past birthday uh, was Katie's 30th birthday. And what she wanted was a record player. So I got her a record player and a couple of records. Specifically, she wanted Bo Burnham's inside record, uh, which she got for Christmas. She was very excited for. Ben loves it. Uh, It's very hard because it was expensive. We have to keep him away from like touching it. But he loves the fact that it like plays sound. Like every time we come downstairs, he runs over and he, he like points at it and wants to turn it on. Okay. And I turned it on. And I had this thought, how do they work? How did somebody yeah. just like make grooves in a, in a, like some vinyl and decide that that's how sound comes out. And then Joe, yeah. literally that same day, I got a TikTok that somebody's like, how do records work? And I was like, oh, okay. All right. So, wow. so we're thinking about it. So it's, it's we're yeah. thinking about it. So I, I did it. what I did what I always do. And I went to the old Wikipedia. Oh yeah. And I got learned. So, a little background on records, Joe. Um, They are the second version of recording something and putting it, like, putting that onto a solid thing, okay? Okay. So, before there were records, there was something called a phonograph. You ever heard of a phonograph before? I have. Okay. So, a phonograph is a cylinder. Oh, I should say, too. Phonographs are invented by Thomas Edison. That was my guess. I couldn't remember. Like, I was going to say Thomas Edison is a funny joke. And then I was like, oh, no, I actually think it was Thomas Edison. It, it caught me by surprise. I I mean, everything's invented by Thomas Edison or, yeah. you know, Albert Einstein, right? Those are like everything is Albert Einstein was more scientific. But uh, I guess yeah. Tom, Thomas Edison. Either, anyway. I don't, I don't anyway. think he really invented things. Whatever. Anyway, go on. Whatever. Whatever. So... I was surprised because I was like, you know, because Thomas Edison, he invented the light bulb. Yes. Yes. Okay. 
I'm not on my A game today. You're just going to have to bear with me. I'm just not. <laughs> um, so I didn't like it. those two things are not similar. A light bulb and a, and a no. phonograph. So a phonograph is a cylinder that has something on it that creates vibrations that you had to crank yourself. Right. And it made sounds. Right. So that was what a phonograph was. So I was like, okay, cool. It talks about how he invented the phonograph and it all started. He basically wrapped a cylinder in tinfoil and then used a tuning fork and a stylus to create like the indentations on the tinfoil okay. and then use the stylus and the, t- and the tuning fork to play it back. Huh. Which I thought was I don't very, know how that works. I don't either. Like I still explaining this to you right now. Like, I don't have a good understanding of. So here's my main question about this. I've read this article three times. Have not gotten to the root of what sound did he play to put it onto the tinfoil to begin with? Right. Right. Was somebody in there playing a violin and that was recording the sound that like, you know, like if he was just playing the sound of the tinfoil. The, the natural grooves that it made putting the foil on the toilet paper tube or whatever whatever he, he put it on using. yeah i don't know that's a good that's a good point i don't know uh, so, so that's my thought i don't 100 know how it got there but he did he used a tuning fork and a stylus to did imprint it. vibrations basically onto tinfoil and then was able to play it back that same way. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so that was... uh, It started with the phonograph, right? So he used tinfoil, but it was very cumbersome, just like any first-time, you know, invention or anything like that. It was super cumbersome. It wasn't uh, really repeatable, right? Like, okay. you can't just be out here with a tuning fork and some tinfoil and try and, and make that this happen, right? And... He didn't really have a way to play it back regularly. Yeah. So he okay. switched over to using a wax cylinder, imprinting on the wax cylinder. And that's when you see, uh, if you Google like a picture of a phonograph, you would absolutely recognize right. it from like an old movie or so, or a new yeah. movie portraying an old movie. Right. Um, right. So they're sitting around the fire. They got a record playing or something. Yeah. It's, it's the machine with the big bell, like the yes. big, and it's a uh, cylinder, bell, right? It's, it's a, instead of a disc, it's yeah. a cylinder, and right. then somebody's cranking it, and that's I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what it, a phonograph is. So from there, um, that was really popular. It was invented in 1880, roughly. Okay. Okay. Um, and then, I'm sorry, in 1877 it was invented, but. He worked on it for 10 years. And then 1887 wow. is when he settled on the wax cylinder to uh, like be able to replay it and reproduce it. Right. So it was popular. I It was obviously the most popular thing at the time because it was the only thing that people could record and play music on. Right. Like that was the big thing. Uh, and then a um, engineer by the name of Emil Berliner. Berliner? Berliner? Okay. Okay. Um, started working uh, or started something called a gramophone 
but instead of a cylinder, these were lateral cut discs. Okay. Okay. The first the first disc was five inches. Um, and five inches uh, round? In, in diameter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So all the way across. Diameter is all the way across. Yeah. Um, What's so halfway? A radius. It's all the way around. Pi. Circumference. Oh, Nailed yeah. it. Um, you got it. We went to <laughs> high school, middle school once upon a time. Um, so anyway, all this stuff, he, it, this, there was a lot of business drama in him inventing it. He like developed it, invented this lateral cut disc. Um, and it was, it was made out of wax as well. Um, and they were also, uh, they were also played with a hand propelled machine. So the, another thing, these also were not automated yet. Right. Right. Um, he really made it out like into a toy. It wasn't necessarily like made for music yet. Cause on those small discs, you can only play like a minute or, or 90 seconds worth of sound. Okay. Right. Um, so then he went through a bunch of like business drama where he, it, the trademark went, you know, was not the patent was this and the trademark was that and blah, blah, blah. Okay. A bunch of business drama happened. He eventually got into business with somebody called, Eldritch Johnson, uh, who helped him produce these records. And that's when in 1903 or 1901, they started making 10 inch records. 1903, they started making the 12 inch records, which are, I believe the standard now. Sounds right. Sounds right. Um, and then, um, you could play for three or four minutes on those, on the, on the full 12 inch ones. You could play for three or four minutes. Um, so that really took off. Um, he was the one that that basically turned the phonograph and started creating that into a disc. So instead of on a cylinder, he created it on a disc. Edison actually fought back and in 1919 uh, introduced something called the Amberol cylinder, which was supposedly sounded better than wax, um, huh. but it was still not automated. And the discs and the players for the discs had become automated. And it just wasn't, the discs sounded better. They were made of better. Um, it was, it was, I'm sorry. Let me go back. Cause I don't think I talked about the materials that they were made out of. Um, they, it wasn't vinyl originally. He did a bunch of different ones um, or a bunch of different uh, materials that he was made with. I have to get, I'm looking at this, this article, right? And the biggest paragraph in this thing are all the legal disputes he went through on this. Like oh, this really? is not, I don't care about this. This is not what I'm here for. I'm right. Um, just want to know how loud I have to yell at vinyl for it to create grooves to play back. I don't. So, and this is, I still don't know the answer to that. This is the, yeah. the crux of the whole thing. I've made it all the way to now. Like that's the end of the development by 1919. Basically, what we know as vinyls now, like, that's kind of where they were. Right. It's crazy. Isn't that nuts? Like, by 1919, and then for the entire 20th century up until, like, the 80s, basically, when, like, tape players started to come around, that's right. what people were into. Yeah. And now it's back. And now it's back. It went away for, like, 30 years, and now it's back. Yeah. Like, um, most things. Um, But I still, that's, 
somebody's gonna listen to this and come back and be like, "Oh, this is how you like yell at a record in it." But I still, I still don't know. He used a tuning fork and a stylus to like yeah. make vibrations on that, and that's how he got it. Um. So, I mean, so Thomas Edison. Did he? He didn't invent the record player, right? So he invented the phonograph. Correct. The phonograph, the came and then after. well, so Berliner only actually invented the record, not the record player. I don't know who invented oh. the player, but I'm assuming they went hand in hand. Like he probably had right. help or a hand in inventing the record player. But I just wanted to right. know. Really, I wanted to know how do the how do you put like the sound grooves into a record and nobody can yeah. tell me. Nobody can tell us. That's interesting. Cause that's, that's what I want to know. Um, you looking up some more stuff? Um, no, I'm done. Oh, okay. Uh, well we live in, you live in Metro Detroit. I that no longer correct. live there. That famous musician, uh, Jack White has third man records in detroit correct and he has right by the cool, old Werner's plant yeah uh right next to jolly pumpkin um he has a cool like record what do you want to call it record booth where you can go in play some jams and it will make a record for you right there and spit it out really yeah i th- actually i think i saw a tiktok of him making a record I didn't know yeah, that it was made I, there. I, I thought he that. I thought he had like a uh had a like factory that he did it in. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing's made there. Uh it's very cool cuz that I didn't really realize how they were made, but it's just like a puck of vinyl and it just presses and that press has all the grooves in there, I guess. Yeah. The sound. Joe, I found it, by the way. <clears throat> oh, you did. I found sort of Early recordings were made entirely acoustically, the sound being collected by a horn and piped to a diaphragm, which vibrated the cutting stylus. Oh, okay. So they literally played a horn into, or played sound into a horn that vibrated a pen that made the grooves. Now, I still don't understand how those grooves come back and make music. I don't... it's magic. It is even more nuts when you look at a, a record player and it's, I mean, it's a super sensitive like tip that runs along the grooves, right? Yeah. But like those vibrations get piped into like computer speakers for our record player and play music out of computer speakers. Yeah. Like it's nuts. It's nuts. It's not even, I, I don't know. I have no idea. It is. It's, it's, it's bananas. Uh, would, yeah, I, I would say I'd like to know how that's, that works, but I just like to think it's the magic. It's just the magic. You know, it's funny. Uh, I consider myself pretty pretty technological advanced. I have built a computer before and know how to diagnose yeah. and work through that, and I can write a little bit of code. Computers make sense to me, right? I know that they're, like, wonders and marvels, but, like, it makes sense how somebody would code it. Right. The mechanical side of, like, how vibrations make sound, no, no clue. Yeah. Everything made before modern times, like people were amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like, and most of the time were, they were just like sh- throwing shit at a wall and seeing what stuck. 
Yeah, like, like this, like this. You're you're talking into a wax tube, and then it makes a noise when you play it back via a bigger tube and a needle. Like, yeah, it's wild. Um, all right. Well, before we go, do you have a favorite record? A favorite? Do you have something that you have on vinyl that is your favorite? Oh, that's a good question. I really do like Bo Burnham's Inside. Um, yeah. That's a very good record. I think his the music from that is like perfect for what it was. And um, yeah. Hold on. Katie's going to get mad at me. So there were two Taylor Swift albums that came out during the pandemic. Okay. Folklore and Evermore. Sure. And I can't remember which one I like better. And I'm pretty sure it's Folklore. Yes, it was the first one that came out. It is very good on like the vibes are just absolutely vinyl vibes all the way through. Yeah. So that's probably my favorite one we have. Okay. Um how about you? Uh I love Rumors by Fleetwood Mac. Okay, that's a good one. So good. Uh one. and again, it's just got those vibes. We have like one of the old nineteen seventies copies. Yeah. Um so it's real, real old. But then my mom gave me a bunch of records that my dad used to have. So I have like a bunch of old Beatles records. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. Um, and like, a, I think a Chicago record. Um, have the Man in the Mountain by Floyd. Um, oh, my God. Then I have an Abbey Road. That's a special edition that I have framed in my house. Uh, that is it's i can't remember what it's called it's like a tie-dye album the record itself isn't colored but the right. paper wrapping that it came in yeah is all like funky tie-dye and it's got uh the abbey road picture of them walking across the street mm-hmm. pictures on the record like in the center um that's so sick yeah yeah now my last question then we'll let these people get out of here sure. why do you think records are so cool like we as a society now we go out of our way to buy records right Mm -hmm. because we have music at our hands and our phones at our fingertips yep we used to have cassette tapes we got rid of those we used to have cds we got rid of those for digital music and then we turned back said you know what let's go back why do you think we did that i purely think it's a vibes thing I like that sounds a little bit oversimplified, but I don't think we've gone away from digital music. I don't think digital music is going anywhere. Yeah, no. I think, but there's something about turning on your record player and just letting it play. And here's the thing: the sound quality is really good. Like I bought the, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm wearing Bayer Dynamic headphones. Okay, Bayer Dynamic and Audio Technica are like two of the best audio companies and I have an audio technica record player. The sound quality is phenomenal. Like yeah. I, it, it is, it's just as good as if I was playing it out of my like computer or out of like, it's very good. And so yeah. I think it's honestly like, it's just a vibes thing. I think it is too. I think people like to hear those little like slight pops mm-hmm. and fuzzinesses like a little bit. It's the same thing about like watching film on film versus movies on digital. Yep. Right. Like, just looks and feels a little different and on top um, of that you're not like here's a perfect example i listen to a very wide range of music right 
I would absolutely buy, like we went to Lumineers and Camp this last weekend. I would yeah. buy one of those bands records to play on my record. Yeah, I, yeah, we have two of the Lumineers albums and vinyl and they're very good. But yeah. one that I listened to the most, which I didn't say was my favorite, um, was 21 Pilots. Uh, I have both of their albums. Mm-hmm. And I think why I like their so much was both of their albums is almost a full story. Yeah. Like if you just listen to them, it's not like a cohesive story, sure. but it's like every song has a feeling and vibe to it that like by the end of it tells a story. And I love every song on all those albums where like, if I don't like a song on a record player, like have to either just power through it or try to match that needle. No, I, yeah. that's another big thing too. Like, so uh, my contrast to that is like all those songs flow together. All the songs kind of match the same vibe. They all have the same, you know, they, they alternate up and down, but like they all kind of feel like you get what you're listening to. Right. I'm not going to listen to like a rise against vinyl. It's yeah. just not what I'm looking for when I, I'll listen to that on my headphones. I'll listen to that when I'm in the car, but for some reason, it's just not something that like vibes with what I'm looking to do when I, when I have the record player on. So it's just the feeling. Yeah, you get. Absolutely. And, uh, so then I'm really going to let these people go, but yeah, I'm, I'm just going to keep them already vinyl, here, which is way longer than I thought I'd talk about records. I'm happy about uh, it. Um, my buddy, Matt, who yeah, I met through our friends, Drew and Kara, uh, he, for Christmas, gets us records whenever we see him on Christmas. So he got us the first Guardians of the Galaxy record right after Guardians of the Galaxy came out. A few years later, he got us volume two, which is great. Uh, last year for Christmas, said he ordered this like a year ahead of time. He got me Mouse Rat from Parks and Rec. Wow. They have like a full actual album. Do they really? Uh, yeah. So he got me one, but it's called, it's a special edition called the, uh, I think it's called the Cherry Gurgich version, where it's <laughs> clear and has red spattering through it. Like the That's vinyl. That's very itself. cool. Yeah. We have a couple cool. Co- so. The second Taylor Swift one that we actually just got uh, is green. So it's like a like oh, foresty, okay. like, because that's the vibe. It's like a cabin in the woods kind of thing. So it's like green, like moss, yeah. which is really neat. Um, Katie's friend got her an Ariana Grande record, which is pink. Uh, so that's pretty oh, neat, okay. too. Um, very big on colored records. I think that's another, like, little... It's also, like, these are collectible things, right? Like... So we can we can have like our green record, our pink record, you know, like things like that. So I'm very big into like uh, cool colored records, even if I don't love the music. Yeah, there's um, there is a thing with records that just aren't black. And a guy at work was talking to me about a record that he just got. And I wish I remember who it was and what album it was. But the record itself, he said. Gosh, I don't remember. There's something about the record. Then within the record, there was inlaid film strips. As the record play, you could see the like footage kind of move a little bit. Of what? Yeah, and I, I wanted to say it was the lead singer of Oasis, but that's definitely not it. The, um, the Gallagher, some, aren't they the yeah, Gallagher I don't brothers? Think it's Liam, yeah, but yeah, and I was like, that's pretty cool. So gimmicky records are are pretty neat. It it just adds to the little bit of the collector like. I, another thing about having a record player is you have to understand this is a collector thing. Like it's not, yeah. 
I don't know. Maybe the boys at best song ever probably will come in here because we're encroaching on their territory by talking about music on our dad podcast. But um, I going in and getting Katie a record player, it was never like uh, this is the peak of how to listen to music. But like I, you have to go into it knowing that it's like a, it's a mood. It's a vibe. Totally. Absolutely. Um. Well, cool. That was a good, fun lesson that we learned, and I enjoyed talking about records way Me more too. than I thought that I would. Um, I'm glad it turned into that. Yeah. Well, thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, if you haven't already, go give us a like, a, a like, a comment, or a subscribe. All those things would be cool. And thank you to Planet Ant for having us on their podcast network. And hey, go follow us on our social media. We're at Big Dead Energy Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and you can send us an email at Big Dead Energy Pod at gmail.com. Hey, don't go spending all that knowledge in one place. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.